Hello, and welcome to Artfully Told, where we share true stories about meaningful encounters with art. I think artists help people have different perspectives on every aspect of life. All I can do is put my part out into the world. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. It doesn't have to be perfect ever, really. I mean, as long as you, you're enjoying doing it and you're trying your best, that can be good enough. Art is something that you can experience with your senses and that you just experience as, as so beautiful. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Artfully Told. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am so excited to have as my guest today, Jeff Lizowitz. He is a life coach yeah. for creative types. And did I get it right again? Totally got it right. Yes. <laughs> David. <laughs> but I am so excited to chat with you today, Jeff. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. And I'd love if you wouldn't mind sharing just a little bit about your background, how you've just sort of developed, obviously, into this really cool life coaching career and just more about you. Sure. Well, I have always been the creative type. When I was a little kid, I was what you might call the weird friendless kid. I don't know if you or, you know, any of your listeners there can relate to that, but it seems to be going around. So, you know, I was kind of always locked in, maybe not locked in my imagination, but, you know, got a magical world, basically. And uh, when I was about maybe seven or eight, I went to summer camp. And it was a sleepover camp, and this was like the late 70s. And there was an extra cabin where a counselor brought up his drum kit. And every night after dinner, he would play the drums, and I would sit outside, you know, maybe 30 or 40 feet under a tree. Fireflies are coming out, you know, and just listening to this. And this was, you know, this was when classic rock was really starting. You know, this was Springsteen and Genesis and, you know, Bowie and the Stones and all that great stuff. So anyway, one day he invited me into this little cabin to listen to him play the drums and it completely blew my mind. So I, you know, a few years later declared to my parents that I was going to be a rock star. When you're in high school, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, rock star. You know, of course. Of course. So, yeah, of course. So, you know, I've done tons of music and writing and filming, you know, filmmaker. I wrote a book, all this kind of stuff, as well as being around these things. I was a music journalist for many years, but I've always been into helping people and optimizing the human experience. You know, like how can we have a better life? How can we not only achieve more, but just have a richer experience of life? So I practiced, I, I trained and practiced something called NLP, stands for Neuro Linguistic Repatterning. I practiced that for many years. And then I got into coaching for creatives. So, you know, I work with artists and illustrators and songwriters and screenwriters and authors and really just all kinds of people. And it's, it's fantastic to help people find their truth, help them be more authentically creative and for the ones who choose to be more successful, you know, business-wise with this stuff. So that's like the super brief <laughs> bio right there. I love it. Perfect. Well, and yes, I think super brief bio is a good description because there were so many times I wanted to be like, wait, you did what? <laughs> so this is cool. So, okay. So you mentioned being a filmmaker. Can you share more about that experience? That's a pretty unique undertaking. Sure. 
Well, I've always been a writer and I've always loved movies. So I wrote, I, you know, I took all these classes. I was mentored uh, by the top professor at UCLA, which is a very big deal. And, you know, writing all these screenplays, running around Hollywood. And what you basically try to do is get a producer to buy your screenplay. And then they put the money behind it and they get the crew and the stars and all that and, and make the movie. Well, I did that for years and I would get all these bites on my stuff but not a sale, no sales. So I was like, you know what? Screw this. I, I tend to default to the punk rock attitude. Okay. I, I have to step back for a second. So one of the tenets of punk rock is DIY, do it yourself. And that has always served me well as it served really any, every creative person. So you know, with this DIY attitude, I was like, well, if you guys don't want to, you know, buy my script and do it, well, I'll, I'll write a short film and do it myself. So I wrote the short film. It's called Mystic Coffee. And I figured, well, I've got a thousand dollars that ought to cover it. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of money, right? Well, at the end of the day, this 12 minute <laughs> film was $11,000 to create. Oh, I was like, my. It's like, ooh, wow. You know, However, it turned out great. It was a great experience, all this and that. So then what you do in general is put the word out to film festivals. And if you win film festivals, that's kind of like a big feather in your cap and you're more likely to get hired or sell your screenplays and stuff like that. So I put it out to all these film festivals and I didn't get anywhere. I, I just didn't win anything. I was like, geez, wow, maybe I'm not as good as this as I thought. And then I got this call from like straight out of the blue. And it was this woman who worked for a streaming video service like Netflix. It's called Gaia.com. And she's like, a friend of mine at a film festival showed me your movie. We want to license this for international distribution and pay you for it. I'm like, oh my God. I basically skipped the film festival. Essentially, I leapfrogged over it to the goal. that was sort of like the next goal. So that thing has been streamed at least tens of thousands of times all over the world and, you know, getting royalties on that. So how cool is that, right? You just do it. You just do your thing. Amazing. Congratulations. How exciting. Oh my gosh. I love stories like that. Yes. And you never know, you sort of never know when, when and where the success will be. Because like I said, you know, after submitting it to all those film festivals, I was like, wow, maybe this thing stinks. But clearly it did not because, you know, you know, a real company picked it up and, and you know, licensed it. Yeah, that's it's a huge deal. And I think you're absolutely right. You kind of touched on it just briefly, but I've always had this personal philosophy of do all the things, which is a little extreme, but in the sense of like, you know, when an opportunity comes knocking, you never know where it will lead. And so if it's if it's in line with who you are and what you're trying to do, just go for it. Just try it. Because again, you just don't know. And magic can happen that way. And, you know, one introduction can Mm -hmm. lead to the next, can lead to the next, which is just feels miraculous. It's like the whole (laughs) concept of overnight success, which is not a thing, but you know, eventually pieces fall in place. They do. And that's actually a chapter in my book, which I call Yes And, Say Yes And, which means, you know, invite those possibilities 
towards you. And then the end is let's add value. You know, what can we do to take this opportunity or this new relationship or whatever and up, up level it, make it better, make it cooler, make it more interesting, make it more creative. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sounds like our philosophies are very in line. (laughs) So there you go. There you go. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome. Congrats on that. And definitely Mm -hmm. I'm super excited to check it out. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm highly going to encourage anyone listening to this to obviously go check it out as well, too. So that's that's fantastic. And then you wrote a book. That's a pretty big deal. How was that process? Was that like, obviously, you've already had writing experience, of course. Mm-hmm. But was it a different kind of different animal? Or how did that whole thing work out? Well, I, you know, I live in Seattle, so it is often a thing for me to go to the one of the many, many independent coffee shops in our town and guzzle coffee on the weekend and do some writing. And I'll write poems or just free write or, you know, just like really anything, screenplays, whatever. And one day I just kind of wrote this essay or something and I was done. I was like, geez, this would kind of be it's kind of like a good start for a book. So I really didn't think about it. I just wrote the book. And from there, it's kind of taken off. Lots of positive feedback. And it's out there helping people all over the world. So yeah, I didn't try to do it. I just kind of did it. Sure. And what is the book about? Is it sort of life philosophies? And and well, I'm just curious. Yeah, the- The book is called Not Effing Around, The No BS Guide for Getting Your Creative Dreams Off the Ground. So it is, you know, a sort of manual or manifesto or something to help people, you know, do the things that they love. I've spent decades essentially banging my head against the wall to get to the, you know, to the successes that I've had. In the meantime, I've had way more failures. And this book is really about helping people avoid as much of the pain (laughs) and move closer to their dreams without that. So, you know, it's kind of like a shortcut. It's like the, it's basically the book that I wish I read when I was 20. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for writing that for everyone else so they can have that kind of guide. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I'm uh, happy to give uh, free, free eBooks to people on my website so they can just check that out. Ooh, okay. I yes, know. definitely. We, definitely. You can buy that. it on Amazon too if you want. You can get it free as an ebook if you like. Okay, brilliant. All right. And now you're also doing life coaching and it's specifically for creators or people with a creative bent. Is that correct? That is correct. It is, you know, like I said, artists and musicians and screenwriters and and people like that. But it's also, I also work with a lot of what I call heart-centered solopreneurs, right? These are people who want to do some kind of business or side hustle, but it's more than just the money, right? They, They want to create a world and create some income, but it's not just about selling some widgets, that kind of thing. For sure. And so you're encouraging Well, I'm extrapolating. It's part of what you're doing to help especially creative types understand the essential business fundamentals if they want to be successful, like as kind of helping them have an entrepreneurial mindset or 
what all do you do to help? Yes, that is exactly right. There are, as you know, zillions of creatives out there who would love to be making money from their art or whatever it is that they do. However, many people just almost because they have such a creative mind, they sort of lack the basic elements of what, how business works, how, you know, internet and social media marketing, finding a demographic, like all these kinds of things. So I fortunately, you know, I've got the creative side of me, but I also am the son of, uh, you know, my mom had her own business in the 80s, as, you know, at home business as a woman. It was kind of amazing. So I, I got a lot of this, you know, this entrepreneurial spirit and her parents owned a shop in Pennsylvania, you know, way back in the 50s and 40s and stuff like that. So I've kind of got both sides of this. And of course, I've studied both sides of this extensively. So yeah, I can help people get their creativity monetized, essentially. Perfect. Yes, we <laughs> we need more of that. And from people who also understand the creative mindset, I would say, because it is a little mm-hmm. bit you know, different coming into the business world if you have more of a creative bent. So it's it's great that that's what, who you cater to specifically and help them, you know, actually make a living that will support their dreams and goals. So yeah, that's fantastic. Right. Absolutely. Because it can be done. Plenty of people do it. Many more people do not do it. And that is, you know, there's a level of talent, obviously, that you need to have or develop. And then it's business, just like any other business. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I know that you are also a musician and a photographer, I believe, as well. Do you want to share a little bit about those opportunities that you've had? Sure. I mean, I've been making music since I was, you know, like I told you that story there as a little kid. And then at about maybe 14, I got my first guitar and I would just write songs in the basement, hundreds of songs. And, you know, moved to Los Angeles to look for opportunities in the music biz, eventually moved up to Seattle. And that's where I got into computer recording very early, way before, you know, everybody does this now. But back in 98 or 99, it was very difficult and very expensive. But I got into it and I started pushing my music towards film and TV and had quite a bit of success with that. Thousands of placements, background, you know, music on film and TV, which all generates royalties and stuff like that. I made an album, which was electronic versions of U2 songs. I've been a U2 fan my whole life. So I got a bunch of female singers and did that. And that thing's had over a million plays on uh, the streaming services. So that's cool. And I also won a big award, Best Independent Electronic Artist in the World, in 2000. So that Oh, that's a <laughs> yeah. huge deal. Congratulations. It, it's a huge deal. I don't know if I buy it, but, you know, it was pretty good. Huh? <laughs> right. Yeah, cool. so I've worked with tons of musicians, and now I actually teach songwriting and recording at a college up here near Seattle. So I've been in music, really, you know, since I've been a kid. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, my goodness. 
How cool. You have gotten some of the most interesting, coolest opportunities. And obviously, you've worked so hard for them. It's not like they just got handed to you or anything like that. But that is super cool. Good. That is for sure. You know, and, and seriously, talking about opportunities, you know, most opportunities in this world are the ones that we make. Right. I mean, out of out of the hundred or a thousand things or something that has you know advanced my career or whatever, I am sure that 95 percent of them I have created in some way. It almost never happens that somebody bangs on my door and says, you know, here's here's a thing and here's money. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, I am in complete agreement with with you on that. Um, make your own opportunities is really important. Open your own doors. Yes. Uh huh. Absolutely. So I'm curious. I know that you know art has been a part of your life for almost all of it, if not the whole thing. Are there any moments that kind of stand out as experiences either with maybe somebody reacting to your art or you reacting to someone else's art? Was it just Kind of like a moment to remember that it's because it stands out. Sure. Well, I mean, that first one was definitely, you know, at the summer camp. Fast forward, like probably 10 or 12 years or something. I played an open mic night at a local bar when I was in college. And my parents came out to see this. And we're playing and, oh man, we, we were really freaking good that night. And I look out, you know, from the stage or from the bar and I see my mom dancing on a table and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, like I'm done, you know, like I've completed my mission on earth kind of thing. So that was, you know, that was pretty cool. That was a big moment. Yeah. For sure. Oh my goodness. Yes. You have, you have made it when, oh, that's fantastic. Cool. I'm sure that there are lots of us listening who would want to definitely get in contact with you. Is there a way for us to do that? I know you mentioned your movie, but what other ways can we sort of get in touch with you to support your work? Yeah, your best bet is to just find my website, jefflisowitz.com. And from there, I'm going to got a ton of blog posts, links, all kinds of stuff. Like I said, you can download my book if you like. And also I do complimentary 15-minute coaching sessions with people. So if you think it might be something good for you and you just want to check it out and see how I can help you, I would love to meet you. So you just go on there and find the coaching page. And click, click, and we'll we'll see you on Zoom before you know it. Perfect. Well, so now I'm curious. Obviously, you've had such a tremendous background and and have worked in so many different art forms. And I would say I'm sure coaching is also an art form and a science. But I'm just curious, what advice would you have for somebody who is – interested in trying to support themselves and be an artist full-time, but maybe is hesitant to take that leap? So maybe somebody kind of starting out, what what would you say to encourage somebody in that situation? Well, one thing is commit, right? And that doesn't mean commit every minute of your life, you know, but it means commit to what is comfortable for you. If you got a full-time job and you need that, you know, as most people do, 
commit to doing one hour in the evening, three nights a week to work on your art and three hours on the weekend or, you know, just whatever, you know, feels right to you, but commit to it and then do it. And you'll start to see amazing progress. Another piece is learn the business. If you're trying to make this into a business and not just a fun thing to do, you need to understand how your industry works. And the more you understand that, the more chance you have of making money, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's always a lot to learn. Yeah, that is so true. I don't think we ever stop learning, or I, I hope not anyway. Awesome. Well, I always love to ask my guests the same three questions if you're okay with me doing that with you too. Yeah, let's do it. All right, awesome. So first of all, how do you personally define art or what is art to you? Art is anything that a human creates with the intention of expression. Okay, perfect, concise, and <laughs> I like it. All right. Mm -hmm. And then what do you think is the most important role of an artist? To authentically create. I mean, that's it. To create with, with the truth of their experience, whatever that is. It's not about building skills, although that's great if you do. Right. I mean, you look at again in, in music, punk rock, you know, the Ramones and the Sex Pistols and, you know, bands like that. They sucked as musicians, but you could feel it. Right. They were putting their heart and truth into the music. And that's why it resonated so much. Yeah, absolutely. OK, perfect. And then finally, and I'll define my terms a little bit in this question, but do you think that art should be inclusive or exclusive and inclusive referring to an artist who puts their work out into the world and provides some context behind that, whether it's the inspiration behind it or program notes or title or something just to kind of help understand where the artist was coming from versus exclusive referring to an artist who puts the work out there and doesn't provide context. So he or she leaves it solely up to the viewer to interpret it the way they will. Uh, it's up to the artist, you know, I, I can't, I wouldn't comment on that. It's like, whatever you, whatever you feel is right for what you're doing is right. Yeah. Sure. But as a participant, what do you personally prefer? Or do you like a little bit of both? Well, I mean, as far as visual art goes, in my opinion, if the art doesn't affect you by looking at it, if it's visual art, it has not done its job, right? It's trying to connect through that medium. So yeah, in that sense, I would go with that. And I would say, if you have some kind of notes or artist statement or whatever on the side, fantastic. It backs it up and it enriches it and can deepen the experience. So once again, both. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, all right. So I'm just interested to know, are there certain things that you're working towards now? Are you going to be, I mean, in theory, are you going to be writing more or producing more music or what's kind of future Jeff's plans? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Lord knows. But I recently just finished, believe it or not, a, a screenplay about summer camp. So I am currently running around, but 
phone calling and emailing producers and things like that. So I'm working on screenplays, but I'm also working on music. I'm doing a bunch of guided meditations. And as soon as the freaking COVID is over, I'm going to bust out my camera and take about 10 million pictures. That sounds perfect. That sounds so good. I cannot wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And travel and all those good things that we're missing currently. But, well, that yeah. sounds fantastic. Congrats on the new screenplay and everything. I'll, I'm sure we'll look forward to getting to see that produced, too. And, yeah. So I would definitely encourage any of um, our listeners who are interested in checking out Jeff's work, obviously, Uh, very accomplished artist and life coach. And if you are in the position of feeling like the next level for you is getting some personalized coaching, I can just tell from even just a brief conversation that Jeff is definitely your guy. So I would highly recommend even just starting with that 15 minute call and kind of seeing where that takes you. Because obviously, Jeff has a lot of wisdom to share. So yeah. Yep. Thank you. And yeah, I love talking to people. So bring it on. Perfect. Well, Jeff, thank you so very much for being here today. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. And I loved everything from the summer camp. I love that that's what your next endeavor is about. I think that's fantastic. And I just really appreciate all the wisdom, the little nuggets you shared along the way. And so Thank you. Thank you for contributing art to the world. Thank you for what you're doing for creatives and really helping and making a difference. So I, I value that and, and thank you for that. Thank you. And thanks for having me on your show. Of course. And thank you also to everyone who's listened to this episode. And if you're feeling as inspired as I am right now, I would love if you would share this with a friend or two and we will catch you next time. If you have a story to share with us, we would love that so much. And I hope your day has been artfully told.